Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Good morning and welcome back to B and E. Bucky Godwell with Monty Williams is here. Monty's hanging out with us. Ty doing what he does best, of course. And, uh, of course, all of you on a buck off and buck on Thursday. Brought to you by the Austin Gamblers. I do have to see that. I, I'm, I think I would enjoy that. I love those inside stories. Behind the scenes the series? stories. Yeah, the no, series, yeah. The series, yeah. a lot of that. I I'm, I'm watched one episode, like I said, but... So it's, I'm the it's guy who watches Court in. TV, so you know I would enjoy this. Gotta be kidding me. And thank you folks out there for putting up with me and some of the things that I got going on this morning. But it's all good. Hopefully it'll get better today. He will be back on Monday spending some time with his with his daughter, which is kind of cool. That they would allow he and his wife to hang out with them on her 21st birthday going to Nashville. Nashville's got to be an exciting. You know, I've never been downtown Nashville. Is it kind of? I mean, it's, it's happening. Not, is it? It's happening. Uh, I've been a few times. Uh, it's. It's nice. I, did, I, did, I, wa- I didn't go to any of the bars on Broadway Street, but mm-hmm. I you know, walked down. It kind of has similar, more of a commercial feel, kind of like a dirty six, but, you know, a little bit cleaner. and Not as dirty? Yeah. You know, the bar is a little bit bigger. They're more like clubs. Um, it's, a, it's a fun place, though. The Predators uh, Arena is right outside of Broadway. You go to a game, hop down, get a drink after. It's a, it's a, it's a happening place. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been to, I, I was, when Beale Street first you know, was starting to happen. I mean, they had done rebuilt Beale Street. I remember I was at I was at Boston College and we played Notre Dame in the worst bowl trip in America. <laughs> the worst bowl trip in America Christmas down at oh, Memphis. Mem- oh, that was, was it Memphis, yeah. Oh, that was awful. Played in With the Liberty weather? played in the Liberty Bowl. Bad weather? It, oh yeah. It was freezing. I mean yeah. it was freezing cold, ice but, storm. Had to get on the buses. Uh I I remember seeing one of the uh, Patrol cars, motorcycle escorts, like, slide out. I'm like, it was just, what an awful, awful Christmas that was. You have that old AstroTurf where it was like a frozen gym floor? There were people in the stands taking pieces of wood, burning them to keep warm (laughs) in the stands. There were wooden bleachers. (laughs) If you've ever been to the Liberty Liberty Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, if you've ever been to the Liberty Bowl, that's when I got a chance to dance with Vanessa Williams. Sounds like uh, Tencent Beer Night. Oh, she was fabulous. How do you how do you think uh, CB just chimed in on the text line five one two three three seven three seven seven six if you want to text in anything but uh, he said you should help your boy Lunchbox he lives in Nashville how do you think he's enjoying it No Lunchbox when when he and Bobby and that whole gang went off to Nashville Lunchbox was really just starting to get into golf <laughs> and he loves golf now it's just too bad that his dad listens to this show instead of listening to their show that's what I feel bad about I've always felt bad about that his dad being a sports guy. And not having to listen to those guys in the morning. 
This is us in the morning. It's been listening well, for it's, years. It's so weird how they went from Kiss FM pop radio to the country just like that. But I, I mean, I guess they're very hard workers. They 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 worked the internet and all that stuff before all that. I mean, they were fabulous. I mean, that's one of the number stuff. one. That's like one of the top radio shows in the country. I'm pretty sure they have worked. They know how to work that deal. And Bobby is a tireless worker. I mean, he just goes on and on and on. You know, I I. I when I got fired at the old place over there, when they sent me out in my sandals and no shirt on and wouldn't let me get my stuff, <laughs> it, was, it was an awful feeling. Uh, Bobby Bones was the first one to call me. Check on you? To check on me. He, I was, heard... he, was, absolutely, he was the first one to call me up and check on to see how I was doing. I heard Rod and Harge uh, yesterday afternoon on their show talking about Bobby Bones. All very glowing. Oh, he was. Very glowing. He must be a great guy. I mean, he's, you know. Co-workers like him. It's a good guy to know in this industry. And it's a good guy to follow in this industry. They've been, he's been exceptional to those people that hey, are well, around hey, that, that, that show and, and this show is the shows I grew up on. So I, I chose my path, but I'm very happy I did. Yeah, we've, we've, we've sent guys over to, to the Senate and stuff like that. We've had producers that have moved on, some to high places, some to no places. But that's all right. They got a chance. We had a chance to do it. And it's, I mean, it's been, it's really, it really has been fun for some of the for the people we had, and we've had a few. Oh, I've heard. <laughs> we, we we had gone through a few, Monty. Every, every, when Monty would come, he'd look and he said, there's another new guy in here. Yeah, It's been, it's been a year plus for me now. Yes, it has. Oh, Ty and I, I, I had to record something, and Ty was my producer. Excellent producer. Talented man. He's going to play. You're not going to hang on to Ty either. I know that. Here's I mean, the I, deal. You I, know, I, Chicago I, will come calling. I don't know. I can't. I've had a, I've had a hard time leaving Austin in the past. I don't. I don't see myself leaving this this great city. Very, yeah, a lot of guys. Are going, I mean, Trey Elling went on to he did did work in Chicago. He ended up coming back and then having a paper route. So, <laughs> the night stalker, that, the night stalker. Yeah, I see how that works sometimes. <laughs> but that's night all right. Stalker. He kept me. He kept yeah. me in line. It was BK's in Houston battling it out that dude. against another hundred shows. I feel Man. bad for him being in Houston, being a Dallas guy. I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, no. And don't forget, we have wags. Wow, we have had some real smoke shows up in here. I, I, oh, we had we had that horn fest deal that we did, and Wags. I will never ever forget when the military man came out in him when we were we had the big tent. I had a sleepover, a glamp out at horn fest. Oh, Bucks dude, backyard. Yeah, I had I had a, I had a a king size bed. I think it was from one of the match mattress firm gave me a king size bed for staying overnight. And it rained and rained and rained. And I can I remember Wags like staring into a cooler filled with beer. And he says, This brings back memories for me. And I'm like, is this dude having flashbacks? I mean, he had he had, had some substances, you know what I'm saying? That night. Yeah. And he said, You know what we need to do? We need to dig around the tent. You know, <laughs> like the trench. So the water went. I'm like, dude, what the hell are you talking about? If it were keeps raining up in here, I'm about in to get the tent with Wags. Oh, well, oh no, well, uh, Trey stayed there. Wags stayed in the tent. I, I remember mo- that year. It rained, I had movie it? night. I had movie night. I brought the the movies. We played played movies, but Wags was worried about the water, you know. And Wags was like, "We need to get some shovels out and build like a moat or something <laughs> around this damn thing." And he was serious. He was in there digging. I'm looking at him like, "What the hell is up with you?" Did it end up flooding? Or did I mean, did Wags? I mean, he avoided a disaster. No, hell no. It still got (laughs) wet as hell. That thing filled up, and that was water everywhere. I think we had lost a trailer that day. 
I, re- I mean, I remember that event in the oh, rain. No, that wasn't Creek. there, but yeah. It's that, that water came flying down there. We were losing stuff, and Wags is trying to, di- trying to dig holes. I'm like, dude, if it gets this bad, I'm going to my house. Someone just texted in, uh, not to mention Zay, uh, who in his new promo, you know, compares himself to Mark Henry, uh, sexual chocolate era. Oh, yeah, sexual yeah. chocolate. Someone yeah. said more like Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. All wow. Yeah, I, I heard that promo yesterday when I was driving. I almost left the they, road. They got some of the uh, Chad and Zay shows. They, they got some good promos. I'll, I'll oh, they that. do. Yeah. Yeah, Zay will be with us tomorrow. I got to talk some some NBA talk with him in this championship. Yeah, and I'd love to know it. I'd like to know what's going on with the Heat. Where do they go from now? I mean, you got to get a, you get a guy to score. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, Damian Lillard. It looks like Damian Lillard might be you know staying in, in Portland with all the speculation that's going on, but I'd – Bradley Beal, yeah, yeah. It looks like Bradley he, Beal has been trying to get out. It's been he just signed an extension. He's like thirty, thirty-one years old. You, you got to be able to know that you're going to win within the next year or two. Yeah, but I mean, it that. just means that Jimmy Butler does not have to score thirty points a night. You know, I mean, yeah, I, and Jimmy be, Butler's not that kind of player. Either. No, I mean, he, yeah, he'll he'll get you nineteen, twenty, but he's his focus is more on the defensive side of the ball. You know, the hustle, the the, the rebound, the steals, and everything. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I knew he was a good athlete, but, man, he had a lot of steals in this, these playoffs throughout the series, throughout all the series. You know, it has come out, too, that he, did, he was nursing, like, a really bad ankle the entire time, which, I mean, they all, everyone says that after He that rolled race, it the first. I was remember it, it was either Milwaukee? round one or two. Yeah, he, he, missed, a, he missed one game yeah. at least. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that, that dude had some dog. The Miami, dog in a Miami just, you know, they lost that steam. They were, they were never they, – you know, do you realize they were the – Lowest or lowest scoring offense in the NBA during the regular season, thirty out of thirty, and they made it to the NBA Finals. I Number think it's the first you time know, that's ever happened. Do you remember back in the when when LeBron when Spolstra took over the team as head coach and nobody gave him like even two months to survive? They wanted to fire him after they lost to the Mavericks in yeah. 2011. And I mean, they, like they, LeBron and Dwayne Wade wanted to fire. Like they're like, get this guy out of here, which you don't. Pat Riley, you got to give him props on that, sticking with your dude. Because yeah. a lot and of times in the NBA, the stars are calling the shots like that. With you know, some Mike Budenholzer, who won a championship yeah. two years ago, get, get Pat Riley's used to call a lot of his well, shots. I think this is right. That Spolstra came up through the ranks of video. Yeah, video. I mean, he was a video editor for the team, mm-hmm. putting together you know, possessions yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. We also had to do Tyler Coe. That's when I first got. Never here. heard about him. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Tyler of the low voice. He he had Tyler Coe was he he had an abnormally low voice, you like Tyler Tyler Cole Bob Cole so yeah he no was relation. like that. I mean he was kind a, of and he was a short little fella okay absolutely Tyler <laughs> was cool well you know that doesn't you know, come through no, on I, radio yeah you know I don't want to go into sensitivity training so I just got to say he's a short little fella. hey I am six foot two you remember that Bucky yes I do I, I'm going to say Ty is at least oh yeah. Six, Ty played six ball. One. I mean, he's six one and change. Yeah. No, Ty played ball. I mean, they're, close to six two. You're, there's an athlete in the room. Mm. He really, he really did. I, I, I when I the other day when I said that, then we went outside. I'm like, dude, that dude is tall. <laughs> he's got some big ass feet too, which always helps you get yourself grounded. You know me? Yeah, yeah. You got size thirteen. That's pretty. That's pretty big for your size. I'm, I mean, I just, I'm more slight now, you know, in high school, I weighed 30 more pounds than I do right now. It's had muscle to me. I haven't worked out in seven years, seriously, you know, he was, so, it, it goes away, but I had, to, I'm just thankful I haven't gotten fat. Well, are you like that fat? Are you 190 now? 
Yeah, I, I that's that's like my weight I hover around. But I yeah. got my jaw broken. I got all the way down to one thirty five. You had a jaw broken. Yes. I had a jaw broken I I, in, in football, and it it was uh, yeah. I went down. I I was got it broken at two twenty, and I went down to like one eighty. Yeah, no, it's that's that's a the whole wiring and everything. Oh yeah, oh, they. My, I had a new age doctor who trusted me not to chew at all. What? So I I had to. I knew the whole time I could chew a little bit, but still couldn't. Oh my god! Because he wanted me to you know if you have it wired, you can barely talk. Well, I had an old school doctor who they yeah they put braces on With both teeth and wire them all together. Oh, it looks like a hurricane. Yeah, I tell you what, when they cranked that, they cranked it back together when I was awake. That they said it wasn't going to hurt. That. That hurts. Well, they always that say that. Hurts. I had several teeth cracked when I broke my jaw, and so I couldn't have anything but liquid, and it couldn't be hot or cold. It had to be room oh. temperature because I had some exposed nerves that they couldn't work on until the jaw healed. It was no fun. That's I did tough. get light, though. Yeah, they, they always tell you it's it won't hurt, and it's going to be better than it ever was. Yeah. That's what they told me about that knee. Yeah. I'll tell you, well. You know what? The pain went away, so I, I'll say, you know what? You're right. It's better than it, that pain is better than it was, but the knee's not better. I'm, I'm like fifty. I was fifty. No, hell you're not talking, talking about, about your replacement. You're talking replacement. about your no, knee. I'm talking about my replacement. When a guy oh. told me it's going to be as good as it was when you were thirty years old, I'm like, dude, I'm I'm in my sixties. Nothing is as good as it was <laughs> when true. I was in my thirties. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Don't say. Don't even say. Don't even give me that kind of hope. <laughs> no, my, my my knee replacement. You know, the knee replacement's fine. The muscles around it have checked out, though. You know, <laughs> did be, they once you're out, did they? once you're that old, it just the you know the the muscles don't seem to be as uh, you know interested. Yeah, you you're looking good. You're looking. You're moving around pretty good too. Oh, I feel a lot better after that. Now I got to get the other one done. My this leg now is like weekend at Bernie's. You know, like I'm dragging around a dead thing. Oh, I my know left that feeling. Leg. I mean, you do you have you, you're both of them are they've got to be done? Yeah, one one's done already, and it feels great, and the other one has to be done too. Yeah, and they, and they had to be that way by the time I was in my late twenties. They went quick, they went really quick, and I've just kind of stumbled around. Uh, and this this replacement, I'm real happy with. But so I got to get the other one done. Yeah, as I said, I'm healthcare radio continues. Right. Yes, yes, I'm I'm excited about mine too. As long as I don't have that dead gum pain at all. Loving the schedule once again. Twenty twenty four schedule out, and that's just it for that one year, right? Correct. We don't double this Correct. thing up. We change that possibly to nine games. Meetings next year, they'll and they'll sh- go to sh- pods, right? No, I think they're uh-uh. going to stick to the no no divisions, no pods. just straight up. We straight are up. we are the SEC. We just schedule the changing. way we want. Exactly. We have some rivals, and that's it. I would expect to have three permanent rivals after this year. What's well, kind of a pod? Uh, yeah, I, I can't think of any other example of that being done in college football. So it's new. It'll be it'll be it'll be very new for us as Texas fans. Yeah, and for better or worse, and will stay with Arkansas. That'll be, and they'll they'll that game will be on a neutral field. Yeah, Arlington. Always yeah. up in Arlington. I'd never. I just that they. I know they're really trying to make it. I remember the first first year that they they played that game in Arlington, and they're really trying to make it into a. I mean, I don't want to say it's a Johnny-come-lately, but they're trying to make a Texas OU kind of, de- you know, a neutral site gives some sort of I think it always been a high-scoring affair up there. No, it's, uh, it's, a, it's been a good game in years past. Oh, pretty, they've, pretty, they've played pretty some equal close series. games. It just, it, to me, though, it just uh, always feels flat. They do try to make it like Texas OU, though. I know my friends who went to a and Oh, really? During, like, they kind of started, you know, the, the whole Arlington thing started, thing started while we were in college and— 
they they would you know turn into a formal That's go up to Dallas for the weekend, that. go out to dinner, dress up, and then go to the game on Saturday. Kind of like Texas OU for yeah. frats and sororities at, at Texas. Yeah, and it just it, I don't know the game doesn't have the the magic to uh, college football at Jerry World. No, I agree. It, it I completely doesn't agree. Doesn't get it done for me. I completely even the Big agree. Championships, I, agree. I, I They can yeah. suck the life no, that, out of any game. It just it with d- it's not the same. Even even going to see Cowboys, I don't like going to see Cowboys games there because it's. I'll tell you, we went to uh, it was like a chore. I went to the high school playoffs there, and uh, now that's fun. I, you know what? Not near as fun as the year it was in Houston. Really, at, I hated energy. I, I played in that game that year, and oh, I, we, really? We Monty, had, I'm Ellinger, with, I'm, I'm, uh, you were in an overtime I'm, I'm game. I'm with you, Monty, on that because I have this. Everybody knows I have this weird love for for Houston and that that stadium compared to. A, I we Jewish hated world. it. We were very disappointed that, Houston? that we were going to Houston. Well, you didn't else. have the fan experience though. The fan experience in in those you know because it's a full day of football. I'm sorry the way that game turned out. It's by all the right. Way. I mean, but it was exciting. It was a great game. Down to fourth down, and yeah, I mean, it was really something. But anyway, uh, they'd let you go anywhere. I mean, we I'd watch one. We I took my son and we watch one game and got as close as we. And then the next game, you could go to the top row in the stadium, and nobody was with. I like the people at that stadium. I like yeah, the, the people they were nice. I thought they were. I never get that feel when I'm in Jerry's. I'm, I'm oh, feel like it's like I'm in an airport. It's place. like TSA. You know, you got to be in, in TSA pre-check. Yeah, it, but I did like I I, I like you know I, I really do. I like the people there. I like the the people. I don't care if they were working the elevators where they're the people that were taking you to your section. They were they're really nice. Now that you mention it, I went for the Ole Miss Texas Tech game, and everyone I did friendly, talk to a lot spot. of the workers there, and they were all pretty very nice. Not I, I like it. Dallas, it's just you know, yeah. it's a little Gene Jones, a little too, a little too heavy into the modern art and stuff. I feel like I'm a little I different. Feel like I'm in a hotel more than anything. Well, they they would only open up each section as the games got bigger. As you went from two A, I mean three uh, A to four A to five A, they'd open up more sections of the stadium. Houston, you got to go wherever you. They'd open up the stadium and you got to watch the games from wherever you wanted. And that was a superior experience to me. Well, there's not a bad scene of how to house in Jerry's world though when you bring. For high school games, spend the day up there. That is, it's still awesome. I mean, that's still a, a, an unbelievable venue. You ever seen a football game from the Alamo Dome? Oh yeah, like I mean in the I, Alamo Dome. Oh yeah, in the Alamo Dome. Yeah. I, it's my favorite place. We play in the Alamo Bowl almost every year. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> of course he has. That's a yearly. That's a yearly New Year's trip. Only thing they need to do there to me is fix the bathrooms. I think it's a it's great place. Well, the bathrooms. Yeah. It's time there. The trough needs to. Yeah, go. yeah, they need to. Get, but, they but, need uh, to fix that up. As far as seats and being close and and watching the game, I like it. It's a very loud place too. It can, it can get rocking in there, especially for the Alamo Bowl with a bunch of Texas fans. The yearly trip. Yeah, the Tom mm-hmm. Herman Bowl. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the wow. Tom Herman Bowl. All right, big buck ons once again. Buck on to uh, Coach Pierce, baseball team. Great job. Amen. Uh, to the to the ladies over at uh, track and field, national champions. That was that was amazing. Once again, should have known more about that. That's that's on me. That, I should have known that. I just, as I said, Ty, when I saw that on TV, I'm thinking, is this a re? Wait I thought a it was a rerun. I said, wait a minute, that's Florida jersey, LSU. The ladies got LSU gear on. Like this is not this is the national championships. You know, you guys are digging yourselves in a deeper hole. By the way, by saying that, yeah. Well, okay. Well, you can send some information to us. We can send the hey, tag us on Twitter. Send a make a video of you bucking off us. There you go. Absolutely, appropriate national championships. That's appropriate. I didn't know either. Yeah, that was that. You didn't know either, did you? No. Oh, that was fabulous. That was that was fabulous. I spent the weekend watching that, and 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 as as you said, uh, Monty, I. 
when I saw the when I saw the the ladies do the triple jump, my hip socket just was thing. I, I got sore just watching that that, that takeoff is, they do on the yeah, triple jump. Yeah, so and that was, is some distance too. Man, that is some real distance. No, that's a that's a that is a event. that's a hell of a collision hitting and then oh yeah going off that one foot. and the other. I mean that second pop like that. No, and there there are a lot of injuries. Like I say, a lot of injuries in that particular sport in that particular event. And buck on to Denver, to the Nuggets. I have to buck on Vegas, the Vegas Knights, because man, they took care of business. What a show they put on! Six years. That's all it takes, Stanley Cup champions. Wow. Well, you know, and they were saying that these are you're, you might be seeing two dynasties launched here at the same time with hockey and basketball. The you know Nuggets. Big, also. You, you think the big the big goaltender there is there for good or Aiden Hill? Is that was that a one year wonder? I mean, it kind of that guy was you know he wasn't even the starting from from what I've listened to and read. Didn't like, have about wasn't four the different guys guy. anyway, yeah, right? But he you know was the guy throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs who who showed out the most, and that is the same deal with Florida and their. Uh, goalkeeper. I mean, I know they paid him. I forget his name. They paid him a lot of money, but he only played, you know, like a third of the regular season. So, you know, hockey's weird. I, I learn a little bit more every year about it, trying to still get, nail the rosters down and stuff like that. But it, I genuinely enjoyed the NHL playoffs more than the NBA playoffs this year. Did you? Probably watched more NHL than I did NBA. It's well, more I mean, exciting, you know. It, it, it just you can tune in. You know they say during the regular season, but you can tune into an NBA game in the last five minutes and you kind of know the know whole what's going to happen. You know the whole story. That's all you need to watch up until that point. It's, just, it's a game of runs, unless you genuinely enjoy the team that you're watching or a fan of them. I'm just amazed at the big the big dudes on skate, the big six four guys, and no, then they get amazing. up on the skates. Like, it's yeah, like wow. It, it, I think it's also part of, like I've played basketball before. I you know I'm not at a high level, but. I can't even imagine going out there and basically playing football with a stick in my hand on ice. You know? Yeah, like, I, I grew up around skate? hockey players. Do you skate? Well, yeah. I mean, I grew up I, – I went to going to Boston College. If you yeah. can go to the Bean well. Pot and go to those hockey games and watch BC and BU and North Northeastern play, you know, and Minnesota and teams like that, it's – I mean, it's a special. But they were little dudes. There was no – there were no monsters like that. There were no. Well, that was, that made the difference for Vegas this year. Their back line and their defenders just being so oh. so much bigger than yeah. you know the the average defender in the NHL. Skating backwards is is a yeah. tough chore. Yeah, it's a really tough chore. Well, you skate looking... backwards real fast, looking to smack someone at the same. See, time. I never learned how to skate on hockey skates. I can't. I can hardly stand up on figure skates. I can go on figure skates. I played hockey with figure skates. And you don't like that because if that puck hits you and you got on a figure skate, oh, that is not Bucky on figure skates. Yes, I loved figure skating, and I did like I did I played hockey with figure skates, but the minute I tried to get on a regular pair of hockey skates, nah, I everything's to, off the side the way you have to stop. stop I, I tried to play pickup hockey once, and it I couldn't. You know, I mean, I kind of would stumble around and everything, and we, they went to a little pond outside of the town I grew up, and you know kind of put up some goals and one guy fell not long into the game and fell right on the tip of another guy's skate and cut his oh. eyelid where it kind of like drooped down like a like an envelope that had been opened and I said I'm finished oh. with well, hockey. I've been to hockey games I'm finished hockey, with hockey hockey games at Boston College where the puck got oh. up and hit somebody in the in the head yeah and you it went all the way to the white meat yeah when it hits you it's like a razor blade. No, it's a dangerous game. There are a lot of edges and those sticks. Yeah, and keep talking about keeping your head on a swivel. If you're yeah. a, a participant, not a participant, but if you're a fan of the hockey game, 
Oh, you got to pay attention. Yeah, you got to pay attention. Yeah, if for you're sure. in like row ten to twenty, just above the glass, <laughs> you could get one coming in about oh. eighty miles an hour. Good lord, and they are heavy. Yeah, they are. Put those babies on. They put those babies in the freezer. All right, let's take a quick break. Monty, once again, thank you so very much, man. It's it's been good to have you here in time. Thank it. you for doing such a great job. We'll be right back. B and E Thursday morning. It's Bucky and Aaron. Welcome back to B&E. Buck-ons and buck-offs, of course, brought to you by our good friends at the Austin Gamblers. And, um, Ty, I saw that a pair of the, the Jordan Flu shoes went for $1.3 million at auction. Never understood that with the shoes. I, but I am a collector of sports cards, and that's just cardboard. So, <laughs> I, guess true. I, I guess everybody has their, their hobby or thing they want to collect or... Well, I don't think that's true. I've never had a collection really? of anything. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I guess at one time, maybe, you know, movies, like VHS movies. I collect those, too. Still? Yeah. I go to Goodwill every once in a while, just dollar, find a movie I like. It has to have a good cover. I'm not just collecting, like, like VHS tapes without you covers. You want that cover with it, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Do, do you uh, watch, uh, do you know who Tim Heidecker is? I do not. Okay. Well then, it, then I won't go on with my VHS story. That'll that'll be for another day. Yeah, the, um, the those sneakers, one point three eight million dollars. How about that? Where they said they were game worn. Yeah, that's the one where had the flu. I think they oh, played the Utah. Flu game is what the flu said. game. Yeah, okay. that, that was Utah Jazz. I think they played. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm surprised. Game six didn't go for more. Honestly, really. I mean, in his uh, the sports memorabilia slash card collecting, like all that stuff, it goes for. I try to. My friends think I'm like a 12 year old when I talk about, you know, I got this card that's worth this much, and like, there's no way. But if you, you know, check eBay sales or oh yeah, all that's so like people spend ridiculous. People got money to spend that you don't really like. It's it's a lot, thousands of dollars, millions of dollars on cardboard or shoes or you know what, whatever. That's interesting. My, my son has misplaced all these Pokemon cards that are worth a ton oh, of money. I've been asking my mom, I'm like, where did all those Pokemon cards go? Because if <laughs> I got a, something if I got a, sh- oh, tons. a, a shadowless Charizard from 1999 in there, which I'm oh. sure I had, and he got that in pristine. Uh, a shadowless Charizard. It's like you have no idea what that is, Bucky, do you? Charizard? No. Pikachu? I didn't, I didn't, Pikachu, yes. Okay. Like a, upwards more than $100,000 for that card in mint condition. From 1999, like the original Pokemon. Wow. So you just keep those. They're just like baseball. Just keep them. Oh, I they're they're around somewhere in an attic. I, I know they are because I I collected the crap out of those things when I was little. Yeah, I'd get up in that attic. I, know, I mean, I might, that's you I'm know. I'm starting to think my mom might have sold them already. That Got might a, be a good hourly way. You know, if they pay yourself five bucks an hour to go look in the in the attic, that might really yeah. pay yeah. off for you. I knew I was there was something wrong with me when I started collecting miniature teacup sets. Yes, that's yes. a that's a cry for help. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Thank you very much. No, what uh, are you is serious? that true? No, yeah, I did. I I've still got some teacups around. Yeah, because if you got the ones back that said uh, made in occupied Japan. Oh, okay. Well, those are worth some. Those are worth some some bucks. You so you're, you're have, I mean, your historic teacups is yeah. what you not not for their intrinsic but they beauty, to, but, but they more had to be the miniature version of those uh-huh. small teacups. Yeah. And the I, ones I that were worth the money were the ones that, glasses. Actually. No, the ones that the ones that said made in occupied Japan were the expensive ones. Oh yeah, 
No, no that's, I've never collected cars. I've never been a card collector. Well, you were you were a college athlete, and you had your 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 moment in the NFL around. The, you've been around all those people, so yeah. that's not like yeah, your dreams came real, man. You know, like I, I feel. I, I mean, me and Jeff Howe and Derek Cohen are the big <laughs> are the big card collectors here. I don't like to have Ricky stuff except for uh, one football by Ricky, and it's yeah, but you have, has Rio, he, Rio Don. He's on the it. godfather to some of your children, right? Like, I mean, you oh no, you, that guy's not the godfather of my children. My son's uh, son's children. My son's the godfather of his yeah. children. Uh, okay, that <laughs> dude would not be the godfather of any of my children. Yeah, no. Then. You got to have a level of uh, being together, you know, of organization to have a collection. I was never that organized that I could keep track of no, a collection. No, I wouldn't be able to do that. If I tried to collect baseball cards, they'd be all over the house and in the car. And oh, that's the like case left with me. at school. I had my car, Playboys, penthouses. Yeah, I, I was not cards. much of a collector. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm not. They're in the closet up underneath all the sweaters. That's <laughs> where the penthouses. That's still go. a collection. It's still a collection. It's still isn't a collection. Just yeah, you don't show it off. That's right. Yeah, yeah, it's just a modest collection. Absolutely. Well, uh, Texas Longhorns, you know, as one as our blitzer said, hey, the schedule. Forget 2024. What's it going to be like in 2023? Well, it's just around the corner, Ty. It, it won't take much much longer before we get to that Rice game, and and then we head to Tuscaloosa. Well, we don't head to Tuscaloosa, but. No, the game will be played. Still got to still got to beat the teams in front of you this year. Big Twelve. That's yeah. how Texas Tech still you, on that schedule. If Oklahoma wins it this year and Texas doesn't get into that final game, I think you are. You, there's a sort of a permanent stain when and when you look at the performance of the school over time in the Big Twelve. There's a little bit of a performance stain if you don't get in that championship game in your final year, and it would be sweet to to beat the hell out of OU. Well, that's why I want that. That's why I want yeah. this to happen. I mean, that badly. would be that would be a good departure. But if if Oklahoma wins and you don't even make it to the final game, then there's there's a I don't want Joey McGuire. It's a body of work to, trying to surprise anybody and being in a championship game. I need Texas and Oklahoma to play in this championship game. I mean, how many how many Big Twelve championships does Texas have? Two, two, two. 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 I mean, it's it's you know, and then like like I say, no, it's three. The first, didn't the first one and the last one, right? Well, you won the first one, correct? And then they won in 05, and they won in two thousand nine. That's the last one. That's three, right? They beat Nebraska the first one, mm-hmm. Colorado. And they played in what six? Thirteen-year drought. Yeah, that's not good. No, I you, mean that, you know, I like what you're saying. That I mean, you win this game, you can turn you win that this off. Game. Oh no, head. it's what have you done for me recently? And if they if they are in against Oklahoma and destroy them, that that would uh, that would be okay. If they don't make it to the playoff, if they don't make it to the championship game, and OU wins it, it's a you know, it's not a major stain, but it's you didn't do so well. What, Your Big I mean, Twelve history is in twenty twenty four years. It will be in the Big Twelve, and you, you're supposed to be the big dog of that conference, and you've only won three up until this point. Well, not only that, there is a, a real argument to be made that Oklahoma's always been the big. You know, I mean, I mean, how, that's they, the thing. They what? At one point in the last decade, they'd won like five straight. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I mean, yep. I don't even know how many they got. They got at least ten. Yeah. There's nobody else I'd rather see play the two teams play in that one, play early in October, and then just get yeah, this on again. And then do it at again at the end of the season. Yes, on their way to that'd be great. Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying they haven't played real football in the Big Twelve, but boy, I look at that schedule for 2024. That's damn real stuff there now. That is no joke. Any of those teams, and you talk about you can say soft schedule all you want to, 
Those are the, the best schedules in college football. Big Ten, hands ACC, down. hands down. You know, Pac-12, hands down. Those schedules, those those weak schedules are pretty doggone rough. You're gonna to survive that SEC gauntlet is no when you're when you got Georgia and Florida at, on your schedule and we're still like oh I think we made out pretty well you know compared to some of these other teams right. that's still a that's still a very daunting task in front of you because like, like never, Monty said I, my, my, my expectations are that Florida I well I've had expectations they would be better sort of like Florida State except for Florida State's gonna be good this year yeah but for Florida losing the quarterback I I, I don't I'm I feel like they should start to get to be better. But like you said, Ty, their their coach better get it done also. Florida State? No, Florida. Florida, Billy Napier, yeah. Um, probably he's on the hottest seat in the SEC right now. The, really? You know, the bigger schools, I'd say. Or the bigger, bigger You don't programs. think that the that their coach of the Aggies is like – Him and Jimbo, I mean, they're both coming Jimbo, off. Jimbo, I think, is just under incredible pressure. They're coming off – Pretty rough years, both of them. I mean, Florida had Anthony Richardson last year, who was a top five pick, and I, they won six or seven games. I think I, I could be wrong about that, but it, it, they did not have a good season, not up to expect, expectations, right. especially in year two of Billy Napier. I'm pretty sure it was year two last year. So year three, year three for Sark, year three for Billy Napier. It's it's the year where you know people are expecting uh, to start to see that turnaround, and I think Florida was in a better position when he got there than. Texas was one. I agree. I see. That's the thing. I don't think you can say NM's any better. Well, I think they both both of those programs have regressed. Yeah, you know they they got a little bit better. And Florida, then, that like you know A and M had the Johnny Manzilli, and then kind of fall back into where you were before that. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd have to a, see some changes. And I look at A and M as as if there's something within their program that's just not. It really is it's something. Not, it's not these recruiting clouds. There's something within that program. They check so many boxes of yeah. what makes a good program, and you know, money being like a big box to check. And yet, there's something that just seems 100, broken. Thousand show up every week. Yeah, there's something that's Loyal broken within, rabid fans. within their their program. And now I know people will say, "Well, yeah, it's the head coach. That's what's broken." But there's something just a little bit deeper, I think, I, I, of what's I going what on down is. there. I don't know what but, it is. But like you said, eventually they're going to they're gonna say, you know what, we'll get the money, and then we'll get the guy. Yeah, but do you not remember five years ago when everybody was praising Jimbo like he was the second coming of Jesus Christ? <laughs> Once he left Florida State? Yeah, it's, After, they, yeah. they were like, oh, ho, ho, well, we got Jimbo. That's all you heard is we, got, we yeah. have Jimbo. We got, Until you, know, you began to hear we got Tom Herman. Well, yeah. I, I think everybody. I mean, he won some game, bowl game. Tom, yeah, he won some Alabama bowls. Won no, the I mean, bowl, but. I mean, I, I think I think the level of excitement in getting him from Houston, knowing that he I was don't think high, it was near the hype n- when the Jimbo, Jimbo got when he came. Because no. I mean, you were already, he was leaving a big time program. He'd yeah. already won a national championship. Wanted, yeah, to go to you know somewhere that some thought maybe a oh, step maybe down. Maybe I'm putting too much in Menza. Then. <laughs> yeah, that was that that was that was quite that was quite the move for him. You know, their expectations were high immediately for him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. Monty, thank hey, you once again. I got to get it, it, but brother. thank you for asking. I always, always have a great time. Ty. Always good to have you. Have a great time. We'll take a quick break and then wrap this up when we return on B&A. It's Bucky and Aaron. Welcome back to B&E, where it is just me, Ty Henderson, in studio. Monty has left the building, going to his real job. And Bucky is um, 
having some complications, but he'll be all right. He might be back before we say goodbye today, but just wanted to clean up a few things on the Specs text line, uh, 512-337-3776, if you got any final comments. Last year was Billy Napier's first year at Florida, so I was wrong about that. Maybe give him another year. I still think the seat's hot, uh, considering the expectations going into last year. Someone here said Napier's at Florida State. Um, that is incorrect. CB on the text line. Oklahoma has 14 Big 12 championships. Big 12 championships. That was a close one. Since 2000. Clearly the big dog in the conference. But I think the um, I think the vibes going into the SEC is, you know, Texas is the team that everybody wants to play. Um, kind of got that feel watching the, the showcase last night. Uh, they were talking way more about Texas. There was at one point where they were talking about the Oklahoma schedule and they mentioned Austin instead of Norman, you know, mistaking the two a few times. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. You know, last night was big news all over the place. Bucky back in the studio. I don't know if we're going to get him here, but uh, it's been a fun show. I hope you all enjoyed the Old Man Radio. Um, got some good plans for Father's Day coming up here this weekend, this Sunday. I know we talked uh, a lot at the beginning of the 8 o'clock hour about, you know, what it what it means to be a son or father and what you should or shouldn't do on, on these days coming up. And I know some of you enjoyed that. Some of you might have thought that was some Hallmark-esque conversation, but uh, it was a conversation worth having. Bucky? Todd, thank you very much. You did a great job today, and uh, it's done. It's done. You're good? That thing had Pete Rizal on the side of it. <laughs> Rizal was written on the side of it. Yeah, that's, that's been a long, long time. Thank you folks for putting up with that this morning. And once again, thank you to Monty and Ty. did a great job this morning. And uh, E, have a safe trip out there to Nashville. Be careful. Know your surroundings, old man, while you're hanging out with those youngsters. But to your daughter, happy 21st birthday. And to everybody out there, we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Zay Collier in tomorrow. All right. And uh, that's it for Thursday on B&E. Make sure to send in your buck-ons and buck-offs to our Twitter at TheHornFM. And uh, like Bucky said, enjoy the rest of your Thursday and light the towers next. Mm-hmm.